Hello everyone and welcome back to the Sorry You're Not a Winner podcast episode 3. I am Gary and I am joined once again this week by my co-host Andrew. Hi Gary, how's it going? Um, today we're going to be talking about the Legend of Zelda after seeing a poll online asking people what their favourite Zelda game was out of the series. This kind of sparked an idea of for us to talk about the series a wee bit, talk about what we like about it and just the history of it and why we love it so much. Yeah, absolutely. I could think of a better series to sit and spend our day talking about, mate. Um, oh, yeah. It's going to be a, a long episode, maybe this one, because it's <laughs> probably not a better series to talk about. Um, so, yeah, as you said, then we did sort of see that uh, they were wanting to gauge what people's interest was. So we thought, well, now let's sort of dive in ourselves and go through the orders of sort of, you know, sort of some little bits of uh, our lives that sort of have been influenced by uh, Legend of Zelda and sort of what games we've played over the years yep. where we started you know what we maybe most recently played obviously with you know sort of um likes of length of awakening being sort of the latest one out sort of what we played since sort of maybe then um, and then get to some sort of wee niche sort of stories that is quite sort of treasured by you know ourselves and um, that we can share to our listeners yep that sounds good um i was thinking maybe we could start off and talk about how each of us got into the series you know what was your first zelda game what uh how did you end up getting it and maybe just a little bit about it if you if you want to start maybe on that yeah absolutely mate so um going back my Probably my first memory of playing Zelda was with um, Ocarina of Time. I'm not too sure if I did play anything beforehand. I'm not too sure. I might have played a bit of Link's Awakening, but um, not to my knowledge. I do remember playing uh, Ocarina of Time. So I got it uh, for the 64, me and my big brother. We got it um, probably sort of around the time it came out. And I remember just being at that age, it was around about sort of eight or nine. Um, that age, it, you just you don't really have sort of a clue what is going on with a lot of these games you know you're used to sort of playing simpler games but this was the real sort of turning point and what sort of Legend of Zelda has sort of brought to fans around the years um you know just a real sense of adventure and um, and that's sort of what I remember I always remember a thing and this could probably have changed the landscape of my um, love for the series was I always remember if anyone that's played it um, spoiler alert in case you haven't uh, in the second dungeon as a young Link you go into Dodongo's cavern um, so you do and I remember me and my brother were just stuck not knowing what to do going everywhere and the it actually was uh, another friend of ours who had like a guidebook or something like Game Master um, sort of edition that had Zelda tutorials on it and it was like we just could not figure out what to do and it was simply the bit where you have to bomb the statue's eyes in in the center bit (laughs) and it just just could not for the life of us get that and i still vaguely remember the point where it was like looking it up and going all right that's what we do and then that's what we did we just decided to go we went back and then from there on i can still remember vaguely you know like doing that and then beating and then going to like uh, Jabu Jabu's belly and stuff like that here and then just the adventure opened up for me and um, so it did and then 
just ever since then it's always been a fantastic you know series for me and yeah. so yes that's sort of where i started what about yourself mate um, for me, I was actually quite late coming to Zelda because I never had a home, a Nintendo home console until really the Wii U, actually. Well, the Wii and kind of the Wii U. Um, I, I never played any of those games until uh, much later. So I was, um, it must have been about 16, 16 or 17. Um, so not, not ages ago. That was really the first time I uh, touched a Zelda game. I bought... I just so distinctly remember it. I bought off eBay a little Indigo GameCube and from somebody. I got it for a really good price. It was it needed cleaned so much when I, when I got it. Yeah. Um, so it arrived um, with the controller and all the leads. And the first one of the first games I got for it was uh, The Legend of Zelda and The Wind Waker, which to this day is still my favorite Zelda game. Um, I remember getting it and it when I got it at first it wouldn't work properly because I didn't have a proper Nintendo controller so I had to wait until Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait until Christmas to get a proper Nintendo controller which my mum bought me and then I remember then distinctly sitting over the Christmas holidays when I was about 16 or 17 just playing through The Wind Waker and I was just blown away by it. How a game that was released, you know, I'm saying it was released in 2002, was just so fantastic, the way it was done, the, the dungeons in it, the real classic feel to it, and just how it had aged so well, I guess, um, even within like the 15 or 16 years since um, it was made until I got around to playing it. So The Wind Waker for me was, it was my first step into Zelda alongside... Um, alongside the link between worlds on the 3ds which i also got bought for christmas around the same time so two very different yeah. styles of games but two which i absolutely loved and um still would be well wind waker is definitely would still be my favorite zelda game like yeah absolutely it's a good choice um i think a lot of us are probably sort of you you, you do have milestones in sort of the zelda series where a lot of people do, you know, jump on to it. So I do. I suppose yeah. it's not a, it's not a series of loads of games, but I suppose most series, and um, it, it does have a lot more than most of them. But you know, there always is that sort of point where you, you get a lot of people there. You know, you sort of, you can almost skip a game or two, and then a sort of another generation sort of starts. Yeah. You know, you've got obviously the very first one. And then you've got the second game, which a lot of people there, you know, until recent years, I've seen a lot of people now have given a lot more credit for what it was and um, how, just how different it was from the original game. Um, then you've also sort of got, you got like sort of then your next generation where you jump up to SNES, the likes of A Link uh, to the Past, you know, that sort of then yeah. kickstarted the next generation. So it did. And then as I say, you had your sort of uh, jump to the N64 Ocarina of Time same job can sort of be done with Majora's Mask where very similar to you know sort of you know same engine it was built to on Ocarina of Time but they sort of they done that whole talk wasn't it where they tried to do it in such a quick time where I know a lot of people back again in the past thought Majora's Mask was just not that good and in recent years it's been getting the, uh, the credit it does deserve for being so different and, and so out there compared to what we're used to in the series yeah. then again as you say there are a couple of sort of steps where um, you had then the GameCube where that sort of again just brought um, Wind Waker um, and stuff like that air and yes we had GameCube we had Twilight Princess but that sort of came out in the Wii 
um, as well. And again, that sort of brought people back to the game. And you sort of see that trend going through, you know, against Skyward Sword is a great game for me. A lot of people do sort of have problems with it, just sort of, you know, could pass it up if they wanted to. Then you're sort of jumping all the way up to Breath of the Wild, where that probably, probably is bar the first, you know, sort of game and like of Ocarina of Time maybe has been the biggest sort of Zelda, you know, they, that they've had because it's brought so many people yeah to the uh the you know the genre and the series um so it has but uh probably the next one i would sort of say to yourself is there i think you sort of maybe touched on it was you know you had your initial one you know is there any surprises what was your sort of second one you were saying it was um yeah the link link uh, link between worlds yeah link between worlds is actually the the one as i was saying there i yeah i think it was maybe about a year it was either the same year that i was playing wind waker or just a year after and my friend and i we both bought a nintendo 2ds because they were cheaper <laughs> than a full yeah. 3ds and we just wanted to play the games um so we got one of them each and then for christmas we actually ended up buying each other the exact same game without knowing which was a link between worlds and i so i have i have good memories of it you know i love i love there's something about a lot of the zelda games where i have such strong memories attached to them and for link between worlds it was sitting at christmas and playing uh every night playing a link you know link between worlds and just working my way through it and because i hadn't played a link to the past at this stage so i wasn't really well versed on that kind of top-down style of zelda game but it Mm -hmm. it just put a really unique spin in comparison to what wind waker was you know they were they were so far apart and what they were like but they still had the same feel to them the way you worked your way through dungeons and a lot of the items were similar and i loved that about it and i i loved the unique feature which was being able to turn link into a painting and go along the walls yeah. i thought that was just so well done and the way it was incorporated into every dungeon that you go into it was it was just fantastic so it was the first game it was the first zelda game i think i beat um in its entirety i completed it and i was so happy with that and it was just really fun just to continue on with that adventure um so yeah like the link between worlds would be that was the kind of the second one i played what would the next one have been for you Um, after ocarina time i remember with ocarina i think i actually probably went back a bit so i did um and i think it was probably linked to the past that was my second game that I played. Um, I actually think I remember getting like Majora's Mask for the N sixty four, but I almost feel like I didn't get that for a bit later because I do remember getting the um, on the the GBAs um, the you know the, um, the Link to the Past sort of port that carried four swords with it. To me, yeah. that was sort of the second one I played. That was my own one. Majora's Mask came along. I honestly think I played Majora's Mask in. Um, I don't know if you have it me or not. The uh, it was the GameCube pre-order bonus disc, and um, that came with oh, sort of yeah. certain retailers, and it had uh, what one and two, um, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and then yeah, I think the, I got that with mine. Yeah, and I think that was probably my first time with that. But yeah, definitely it was it was playing links to uh, a link to the past. Sorry, um, that was my second one I went to, and again just an amazing game for its time if you think that was released in 1991 year i was born and just the, the, the things that we had sort of they had in the world back whenever i was being born in that sort of early on years you know it was it, to have a game and to go back it, it, yes it's it's old sort of 16-bit graphics and stuff but it's a game that still holds up 
so good to nowadays um, yeah. and you'll see that throughout most of the the zelda games we talk about the the way they chop and change between different art styles very you know controversial to begin with but you see how endearing it it is to people that the longer it goes on almost you know um you were saying to me about you know picking up um you were playing link to the past not that long ago and it actually gave yep. me a reason again to to pick it up and play it again um, I think it was on the uh, the Wii U maybe this time. Yeah. Saying to you that I played it, or it was either on it was on that, or it was on the um, Nintendo Switch. I think it was on the Nintendo Switch uh, SNES online yeah. service, which again has just been so handy to have. So it's it's a game that I just I love going back to, um, so much because it to me for you know for a, a generation that it came out in it was just so far ahead of its time you know looking back now you're just like look how vast it is how much is in this world yeah and um, how, how good it looks again you know and it just it is so endearing to me and um, anytime i sort of give it a break and then go back you know a wee bit time just to revise and go over it again um so yeah so that'll be sort of my yeah um my second one i think i played yeah linked um, linked to the past um uh, yeah i remember it was when we worked together a few years ago and i got it on the wii u virtual console and i was i absolutely loved every night sitting down for an hour and playing it and the art style and the music is just you know it has aged really well and it is like almost the perfect retro game and the way just the way it, even the controls and all are just still so good and it's it's so easy to play now it's definitely not a game that you find uh as, as an easy <laughs> easy it isn't challenging controls wise it is still challenging puzzle, yeah, puzzle so wise yeah yeah it. so it's it's just accessible and that's what i love so much about it and i had a great time playing that and it like it was just fantastic because it was then obviously so similar to uh link between worlds like they did almost yeah. feel like the same game even though they were made so far apart um which yeah. i think is i think that's fantastic so yeah it's a it's definitely a, a brilliant game into the series and definitely changed things for them yeah um so that would be sort of my my second sort of one i can remember um we'll do a couple of wee funny ones for us um just to sort of uh, engage with what would you say would be i don't want to know my answer for this here because again this will sort of make me seem like some no lifer but what's <laughs> the game that you've either either played the most you know hours put into it or would you want to do kind of you know the game you've put the most hours into or even the game i would say you've played the most you know like say you know start to finish yeah, yeah. do you have anything that would sort of that stands out um for me the one i've played the most purely because i'm on my second playthrough of it is breath of the wild and as you were saying there you know brought so many new people to the series uh, for me i think it was a perfect time for it to come out i got it on the wii u that's where i first played it and then last year when i was going on holiday i just bought it for the switch and ended up playing it uh, while i was sitting on my sun lounge, sun lounger in portugal it was great <laughs> and yeah. like so it was fantastic to play on the switch i've just bought the dlc for breath of the wild so i hope to kind yeah. of start into that soon i think oh, game time wise that's definitely the one that i played through the most because the multiple playthroughs i played it a lot on the wii u and then i have already played it a lot on the 
uh, Switch just because there's so much in it and it's the fact that it is really an open world. I think a lot of the other Zelda games, kind of like Wind Waker and even like Twilight Princess, you know, there's a certain element of kind of open world to them, but there's still an overall goal. Whereas, yeah, you're still you know, going somewhere. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, you spend most of the time doing side, side quests, as it were, rather than kind of aiming towards beating the game like i have finished the game once but i kind of more did it as a tick box exercise rather than uh-huh. genuinely wanting to finish it and find out what happens so um i'd say yeah breath breath a while probably there's just, every time i go back to it there's something different and that's what i love about it you know the the open world is so well crafted it is fantastic how how rich it is how many different enemies there are how many different items you can pick up and i think we we kind of talked about it before and just how it almost forces you to use different techniques to beat enemies because you know your weapons wear down your shields wear down your bow wears down you know you're you're having to use different weapons maybe things you wouldn't use yeah. all the time and use your different abilities for that so breath of the wild will probably be the first there i will throw in as well uh, twilight princess because i think as like collectively breath of the wild i've played the most but twilight princess on one game and one kind of playthrough um i played I, I don't even know how many hours must be 80 or 90 and i got <laughs> I, I never played i never played the original but i picked it up with the uh wii U hd edition and mm-hmm. it was it just blew me away it was like really you know that was my first kind of i suppose you can call it modern uh zelda game just because you know with the hd graphics it just was like a brand yeah. new game you know um i don't know if you ever played it but it was it was just it was it was so well done and it looked amazing and just the controls and the way it worked with the wii u i think the wii u pad was used as kind of like your inventory and map and then uh your obviously the tv was just the regular screen but yeah so twilight princess was a fantastic one as well yeah absolutely um what about you what i would say for um i have been sort of jostling between which one um I probably have overall the the game I have played the most like like completions would be back again to Ocarina of Time just because it was so accessible in so many ways and um, you know and whenever it was released on something different it sort of gave me that chance to go well time to play it again one more time <laughs> yeah one more time's yeah. not gonna hurt so you know I would have had it on the sixty four finished it there you know so many times i must have been up into you know 15 20 times or something i completed on the um wow. the uh, gamecube at never sorry on the 64 at least then as i said i had it on the gamecube that collector's edition i also had it um on the wind waker uh double disc edition and um, i had that and the the urzel or master quest as they uh, yep. sort of called it now if you if you add in master quest and adds up even more uh times that i've completed the game then you sort of go back after gamecube then you're looking to add on the wii uh got downloaded on that um got on the wii u um <laughs> got the 3ds um sort of re you know re-release and um, they did um sort of similar to your saying to what they did with with twilight princess nintendo always has a knack of you know 
again, sort of once they, they announce they're going to do a remake or something, people always get a bit funny and a bit upset. But the second it comes out, people play it and they're oh, absolutely. You know, millions, so they do. And, you know, that one or two people you sort of see complaining are just sort of forgotten about because you don't get a company that does something they don't go mental and groundbreaking you know um and just go you know they don't they don't jump too much of a generation um to sort of you know as you said it was from twilight princess was gamecube and Wii, and they went to the wii u and hd you know yeah. remaster so you're not going too high up you know you don't sort of see something like um yeah link to the past being remastered for you know the, well they sort of did it with, with yeah, uh, link's awakening yeah. didn't they there yeah. um recently they sort of took a game that you know you go play it in the Game Boy and you go play it on the the Switch. It is completely completely a different game in my eyes. So it is yes, it's sort of the same plots and story, same whatever you know that the content is the same, but the actual game itself, there are yeah. two different experiences. Yeah. And again, I don't think a company does it as good as sort of Nintendo in that sense. But yeah, I would say probably ocarina of time would have my most completions yeah. again the most hours i've probably put into a game because you know i could complete an ocarina of time game and you know probably about three or four hours sort of you know play through maybe a bit longer five hours you know i could sort of complete the game itself if i sat down and went for it but yeah. a game where i just purely put a lot of time into would probably be i'm not going to go for maybe the obvious too much breath of the while i did put a lot of hours in i've seen as you mate where i i got it on the wii u because i didn't have a switch and um, yep. at the time um i got a switch later um so i did and i played the life out of them both consoles was, i had a quite a nice wee break where it, it felt fresh again almost playing it on the switch and just yeah the, that's what the i experience. find experience yeah was it was was different um you know and again that's what they do nintendo just they, they make it feel like it is a different experience between the same game on a different console but i would yeah. say probably majora's mask is probably the one that i spent like from from a, a solid like a, like a game state and you know a save state sorry sort of thing i would have done probably majora's mask because it's a game that you know it came out there uh, with such a lot of backlash because the story it goes that they wanted it to be made like a year or two just you know ocarina came out such good um sales whatever it was it was amazing when it came out best scores of you know best game of all time sort of scores um, and then they thought well we're going to ride that wave and we're going to bring out a game that's pretty same engine uh, similar but you know hats off to as uh, Numa that was sort of there at the time you know that came up with a fresh new concept of you know a new game that you could just just jump into um this the side quest you know i don't think Zelda games have like we like side quests, but they sort of usually call them like a trading sequence. So they do. You sort of find that in the early ones. Um, same sort of Ocarina of Time had it with the big Goron sword. You sort of done we sort of bits and pieces, and you sort of you know trade stuff off. But yeah. for me, uh, um, Majora's Mask was the first game that brought out um that sense of you know here's what you have to do. Here's the game. Here's the start. Here's the finish. But there's so many branches. That you can go do you know all the masks that you can get in it and um, i think there's roughly about let's see how much of a big fan i am here something like 24 sort of i'm thinking in my head sort of that kind of masks you get some through the story so you do the likes of the the deku the goron and the zora masks um but you you know there's so many little side quests that you 
are optional but to i remember just years ago just sitting down going right it's time i finished this game to like 100 got everything i don't think i've ever done that on a zelda game before where i've completed everything that there was you know physically to do that the developers put into it so getting every hard piece available getting all the upgrades getting every item that was available and just seeing everything and that was i would say that would probably be you know my biggest uh single playthrough of a game would would be majora's mask and was that so a when when you played that to 100 percent? was that on the ds version or was it a different one um no i think <sighs> you've stopped me now i'm trying to think <laughs> really well so many. like i have it on I, i'm pretty sure i think it was done on the on the 64 years later like as we say i, I got majora's mask on the 64 it was like yeah. i remember getting the, the green box it was so good gold cartridge so cool at the time we got very little of that so we did over here in the in the uk in the pal region we just got simple basic colors you go to america and you look at 64 they've got green red gold and there's oh, wow. so many different ones you know and you're just like well why did they even pick that you know there's like games that just have different colored cards you're like okay like donkey kong 64 had a yellow cart um yeah we didn't get that over here you know um but I remember getting a gold cartridge and I was like, this is so cool. And it was one of the games that needed the expansion pack um, for the 64. And you got that with it, so you did. And it just, like, being whenever I was young again, you sort of, you sort of, you know, you sort of go, oh, it's quite similar to Ocarina Time. But it just was such a breath of fresh air. It brought that grittiness and that dark um, side you know of uh, the the sort of the plot the writers sort of brought to the game which a lot of fans have been wanting there you sort of seen it with you know um twilight princess brought that back as well uh and you know you sort of seen that with like the tech demo i remember they, they brought out for i think it was the wii u and um, where it was basically it basically looked like twilight princess hd but like properly cranked up on like a pc you know they, yeah. they were running it as, as good as they could and that was sort of it we, we haven't had really that dark side of it since twilight princess and you know going back there recently when i played it it, it does mirror um majora's mask quite you know well and i know there's a lot of people always think there's sort of theories and links between like midna um is sort of wearing kind of like a, the, the she talks about her tribe and it's people yeah. think that that's the same tribe that made the majora's mask you know because it's it's very similar in design so it is um so it'd be nice if there's a sort of small connection to him but no definitely um it, it would be you know just just i remember just sitting down just and playing the life out of it i really do um and it's it's a game that I enjoy going back to so much because, again, there is so much, and because I I'm not playing it every so often, it does feel new. You sort of have muscle memory of sort of going, oh, that's right, I do this wee bit to get that, and it's just sort of the jigsaw pieces fall into place, you know, but not not all together, but just sort of one by one, you're sort of going, oh, I can remember this, I can remember that because in my eyes that's sort of very good game design whenever you you're not getting your hand held but you sort of the, the game is just designed so yeah, well, well that 
it's it's yeah it's, it sticks in your head and if you're talking about a game that's you know been out near 20 years it's like that's that's just a test of time just to sort of be able to go back now and just go you know it's so good and um, to sort of be able to get back to it but yeah that's sort of probably my sort of one as i said to you man i was scared i don't want to be talking about all these big figures and all this t- uh time i've spent <laughs> wasting away i suppose people would say just playing um this game series that uh, uh, time so time good. enjoyed is never time wasted so <laughs> no, that's that's what I, that's what i keep telling myself i think uh you were saying there just about the kind of grittiness of twilight princess and i remember yeah. like i played that as i said when the hd came out um which was like 2016 and the i think the, the grittiness of it is what i loved that was kind of my first you know zelda of that style because because i didn't play because i hadn't played ocarina at that stage i hadn't played majora's mask you know that was the one that was kind of that it was a different style of link again and i I think like it was so well remastered it it just looked beautiful but then the kind of grittiness and the dark aspect of it was just fantastic and i i love the world of it i i really love the world and the whole style of it um Mm -hmm. i yeah i have I have big, big love for uh, Twilight Princess. I would, I would love to go back and play through it again, <laughs> if I, yeah, if I hadn't. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So maybe, maybe soon, um, I, I shall revisit it after I finish another Wind Waker playthrough. <laughs> yeah. Well, next, next topic I'm going to go for is sort of the opposite end of that one. Um, I hope you're going to say what you told me off air just before this here with this one. So um, it'll give you a chance to maybe sort of talk a wee bit more about just what we were saying there. Um, how about, like, for me, I'll try and think of something that I can say, but for yourself, I know, you, as you say, you, mate, you got you know, you know got into the game series not that long ago, but you've absolutely yep. crammed in the, the amount of time that you can physically, oh, yeah. um, you know, give to it. But what uh, any game in the series that... Uh, you wish that um to to get around to or you've never played or you know a um, pleasure yeah um for well for me yeah we were talking about this briefly before i have not played majora's mask regret regret yes, can't believe it, like, regrettably <laughs> that's <laughs> why i wanted to get on air here just to let them yeah let the world know me of the sin that you've committed yeah I know. I'll be I'll be hunted down by the loyal fans. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, Majora's Mask. In the I, it'll be about six years I've been playing Zelda now. So, uh, in the six years I have not uh, came around to playing Majora's Mask. Literally, just because I thought it was too expensive, which you have now pointed out to me, I can get for yeah, a very reasonable bad. price on the Wii U. <laughs> price. So I'm gonna have to do that. But Majora's Mask is the one. It always interested me. Um, after playing, I did play the uh, Ocarina of Time on the 3DS, which I did absolutely yeah. love. I found it really, really challenging. I think that's the toughest Zelda game I've played. And uh-huh. uh, I, I actually remember I was playing it when I, I had my DS with me and I was on a flight to London, and I was literally just starting the water temple, <laughs> and, uh, and I the sat water temple. Yeah, I sat for the whole flight with no idea what to do, just running back and forth and moving things. And that was about. the 3DS one, was it? Yeah, the 3DS one, and yeah, the one that they made easier. Yeah, did they? I didn't even know that, and yeah. I find that <laughs> I I find that uh, so challenging. But it was it was a fantastic game to play through, um, and. In that same style, I would love then to play Majora's Mask, and hopefully then we'll be talking at the end of the year about my experience playing Majora's Mask, <laughs> because it was yeah. So that 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 for me is one that 
I would I would like to give the the right time to to play it. Looking at the list of them, I I think I've played a lot of the main ones that I wanted to. It's kind of torn between that and Skyward Sword, another one which yeah. a lot of people like my barber always tells me I need to play Skyward Sword. I need to play Skyward yeah. Sword. He says that's his, his all time favorite Zelda game. Um, so I think bet- torn between those two. Um, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to play them. Um, how about you? Is there any of the, is there any that you think you would like to put a bit more time into, or you haven't touched, um, or you haven't picked up, or? Well, the only game that I have, the only games I haven't played are the uh, Philips CDI. If you want me to say the M ones, so I don't know if they really count as mainline series. I do have one upstairs um, boxed. I think it's, I can't even remember which one it is. I just bought it by chance at like um, somewhere. Someone had it and I just bought it and I've always wanted to get the other two so I have just to have that collection. Okay. Um, a game that I would probably play, I've said it there, people will come to learn that I've played every game in the series. We're looking, you know, we had a list there and I've played every game that is on the list. Um, the the a game that I'm trying to think of that, as we were saying there, maybe like a, a guilty for pleasure wise to say, probably would be uh, Link's Awakening. Now, obviously, we just did get treated there to that beautiful um, remaster, yeah. you know, from the ground up on the Switch. You have played it, haven't you? I I played it when I was in, yeah, I played it when I was in the Nintendo store in New York. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I sat there mesmerized because they had it on a big projector and I was, and it was just after it came out. It was about two weeks after it yeah. came out and I was like, oh, I need to play this. And it was fantastic. Um, I ended up just getting Pokemon at Christmas though. Huh. So I never, <laughs> I was kind of torn between Link's Awakening and Pokemon. I went for Pokemon, but um, I mean, it's probably one of those games I'm going to pick up in the, in the coming months for sure, because the, it, it reminded me of a Link Between Worlds. So uh, it almost yeah. like sparked, well, sparked that nostalgia <laughs> within me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like, it was a game then again. I remember my big sister, she had a Game Boy, uh, the old DMG one. And I remember it on that. I remember playing this and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, why, <laughs> how, is, how, is, how is Zelda on this little handheld thing that I can walk around and play? Back in the day, you didn't care that you couldn't see it dark or, or sorry, you couldn't see it in the sunlight or you couldn't see it, you know, in darkness. Yeah, because it was just the screen was terrible. But um, I, I just remember that real like sense of you know what is this this is magic so it was um i did i think as i say it took me a while to worry about because i was like it's an old game and again it's bad for me to say as a big fan that the the old games you really do like i'm not too bothered by it one zelda one zelda two and Link's awakening were for me you know just Link's Awakening obviously came out after the likes of, you know, Link to Pass, but I still think Link to Pass yeah. was still, you know, so far ahead of its time that it, it, it doesn't count. But I always just felt a wee bad, bit bad, sorry, about just being like, it's so... I just didn't feel like it was gripping me at the time. But yeah. I do remember what got me finally uh, onto it was I had for ages a copy of um, uh, Link's Awakening DX for the, the Game Boy Color they sort of brought it out and just sat there just sat there and just I, I remember a few years back I just was like looking around I think I'd play Pokemon or something like that Pokemon Blue or you know one of the old ones Pokemon Gold and I just was like well there's Link's Awakening so I popped it into my Game Boy Advance uh, SP and 
you got your backlit and stuff like that here. So I was able to play it a lot more, you know, more modern feel to it. Just yeah, you know, be able to more access and just looked a bit nicer just with the colors. And that was it. And do you know what? I actually, I actually fell in love with the with the the game from that playthrough. So I did, okay. and it was just very good. Again, like we talked about, every every Zelda game really does come out just pushes the boundaries. But really, like you do have to. Um, like you've seen me put up now, I do some Game Boy uh, mods for Think Nerd, so I do. Um, and whenever you go back and you actually look at the technology that was in these little handhelds, you just sort of think to yourself, it's actually amazing what these yeah, developers what they were actually able to got do. out of them. Yeah, and just yeah. just to sort of just to play um, Link's Awakening, just like I did, um, and just it just that nostalgia sort of brought me back, and the grateful I was that these guys were so talented that they could do that and um, has to say just made me love it and then it's just all it's all been rounded off of just the the hype that we got from the Link's awakening remaster being announced a few years ago and then um getting a chance to play it last year um, it was it's fantastic so it is and just what they did um again they just outdone themselves just you know it's not this real realistic you know, looking game that looks like something we should be doing out in the real world. Yeah. It is, as I say, it's 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 a it's video games should bring you into this sort of you know should uh, immerse you in an environment, sort of like what books do for people and stuff like that. You know, just create this wee world in your head, and that's what they did with the uh, the beautiful art style with um, Link's Awakening on the Switch. It's just something that it looks so gorgeous, you know, and just to be able to 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 be so bold and say in this time of graphics and all that we were talking about in the last episode about what the future is bringing but just that nintendo are so bold and so daring to go yeah well this is what we want to do you know this is um an art style that we we've seen we love and the fact that they can bring it together into a game engine and just create the world um again just that that sort of like was it like the sort of like the 2.5d sort of way that it yeah. it was was just it was just beautiful so it was yeah it was really um, like the what i played off it it was the, like the colors and the art style off it like it, it pops out at you and it really just does draw you into it and it's along the same lines of the likes of link between worlds where you know it is the more kind of cartoon style um which would put a lot of people off if they're used to playing like triple a titles you know on the likes of the playstation or the xbox but i think yeah. for people who are into nintendo games you know they aren't looking for cutting edge graphics they're looking for something fun and they're looking for mm-hmm. enjoyment which i think was perfectly summed up by an art style like that um so yeah link's awakening yeah, the, the remake is definitely definitely one of my games to get list yeah, when you look at them over the years, I was just thinking back to you saying about Wind Waker, mate, and sort of at the time when Wind Waker came out, you know, you had there the likes of the, what would you have, like the Xbox and the, the PS2, yep. you know, just pumping out these games that were sort of for the time ultra realistic, you know, and just, but but they, you go back now and you yeah. play them, like I remember playing a game there on what was it was a, a couple there was one like i think i played on the ps2 game i loved playing back in the day was like um it was a war like a shooter it was called conflict and um, it was either global storm oh i love them yeah. Going back. yeah yeah conflict it was desert, kinda, it was desert like storm the, 2 yeah, yeah it was kind of like a mix on this sort of at the time they had like those like socom you know recon yeah, special, games that came out where apps, yeah. 
yeah you, you played as like four people and you um you know you went around me and my brother played so he was he had two and i had two people and it was so well done but you go back and play it now and it looks so bad but like you go back now and you play wind waker not the hd one even just wind waker fired up on the gamecube yeah. it looks fantastic so it does because you're not going that's a reflection of the world that we're in back yeah. at you know you know 18 years ago wherever it was it's it's a, it's its own thing it's its own it's not trying to be something it's just yeah it's at the time they wanted to do this here and they executed it perfectly yeah and that's what i love you can go back again as well through other ones and um, i was thinking there you know with majora's mask again on ocarina time again that was the point of where you know you had games coming out that were trying to be massive multi-disc likes of final fantasy games that were coming out seven came out around the same time then that is that um and you know you had what well, i mean it had like loads of discs yeah and i i i just i watch it now and i'm just like like they put so much like story and stuff into it but to me just the, the overall game is so clunky and it's yeah it just doesn't seem great it just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever but i fire up i could fire up ocarina time or majora's mask anytime now and just like as you say mate that's the the easiest thing about um the games is just that pick up and play if you know how to swing a sword, you press a button to swing a sword, and you pre- and you move out of the way of enemies or don't fall into a pit or whatever, and it's as simple as that. That gets you your foundation. You learn how to move, you learn how to swing your sword, and that's you. And then you're into the world. Games at the time around that wanted you to do so much more. Like even going back there to, you know, the uh, the snares. Uh, collection that they brought out there on the switch i they've, they've, they've got there you know a couple of the the good games there they've got like you go play Link's awakening and then there's the other games at the time that's on that collection and they're just horrible they're so yeah. bad like i tried to play what's on the snares collection there you know it's like so if, um uh there's a couple of rpgs on it there and they're just to me nowadays they're just unplayable unless you're a fan of them from whenever you were younger picking it up now it just is so dated but just to be able to pick up a game that's you know 20 near 30 years old and just be able to as you say with with a link to the past you're able just to you know so easy just to you get up you wake up and it tells you you've got a princess to go save and that's you i i can go do what you want yeah um and that's what really for me that's the biggest thing about the series that i love that they always um they do they they just they create a world for you to dive into it's it's Hyrule it's it's not always the same Hyrule it's generations gone past that you used to know but there's always little wee things in it that are similar you know you've got the castle it changes over the the hundreds of years between some games and you're just like but it's still familiar to you you still know yeah. what to do that's the uh, it's the the, f- the familiarity of it like you know the games are similar but different which I think yeah. is what's so good about it. You know, you play Breath of the Wild and it's the same, almost the same kind of style as one of the, you know, one of the older games, even like the first Zelda, you know, you're playing as Link and um, you've got similar elements to it, you know, still. And the likes of the princess, as you said, the likes of the castle, which is, you know, it, it even harks back to the likes of Ocarina of Time and it looks yeah. similar, but it is so much 
more because it's you know it's different and that's what they did uh-huh. so well is that they made you feel familiar and made you feel at home but then threw you something new and you always had like a unique game mechanic i found with every game yeah. which then helped set it apart in how you played it and how you went through hyrule yeah absolutely that's what they always did they they always brought out a console or something new as you said there um, you know everything you look at they it's not it's not incorporated in a bad way um you know you're talking about a uh, link between worlds you've got that the the, the 2d and the 3d yeah uh, mechanic of the the console itself that sort of brought life into that game then you're sort of looking at you know um ocarina of time and majora's mask being in the 3d world then bringing that uh dimension to the story and expanding it more and more and adding in more characters and more you know lovely locations to go to then you're sort of going to uh wind waker you know the art style uh, it really complemented the gamecube not a feature but just how the gamecube came about you know i've got one like sitting right here beside me they are so small when you go back to them and um, you know you compare that to like the ps2 at the time and the original xbox oh, yeah. time they're, they're both monsters compared to the wee small gamecube and um, and they sort of brought that you know that sort of cuteness to the art style of wind waker then you sort of got the likes of twilight princess i know it came out in the gamecube and stuff like that but i originally played it on the wii that i remember getting on the wii so it did and then i didn't get it recently until i bought the gamecube before it keeps going up and up you know in price so it is um and it is fantastic like i did i just recently there I told you that i recently finished the, the twilight princess on gamecube um about a week ago since i've sort of been inside and amazing game loved it but do you know what i still kind of miss how i remember playing it on the wii just, yeah i know it didn't have one-to-one like uh we're say the skyward sword but i just missed the wiggling around of the the wii remote i know it sounds silly but there was wee bits like as well where you done like the shield bash one of the moves but you sort of thrust the nunchuck forward and that done the shield bash but this here you're just pressing uh i think it was l or r yeah uh, shoulder button and i was like you know i do miss that wee quirkiness that they added and then yeah. skyward sword had the the full motion controls as you say hopefully you'll get a chance to play it and yeah. um, even even if they do there's always so much talk isn't it that they're going to bring out like a um the hd collection they're going to bring oh, yeah like that to the switch or something looking at wind waker twilight princess and maybe skyward sword like that's 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 a game of if they brought the, that collection out the value in that air is unbelievable so it is yeah they might have um, game time hopefully they do yeah they hopefully do mate so it gives you and other people who haven't had a chance to play games and um, you know the chance to play it and i hope they bring up as well you know again there's always talk about you know like gamecube collection and n64 collection even like n64 mini that they're talking about bringing out and if it, they bundle in ocarina time majora's mask it just gives another generation you know a chance to get on and sort of play these classics and um, that are certainly uh worth playing in my eyes yeah i think um the thing is because there's games which have such a long lifespan in them like as we were saying you know you can go back and play majora's mask which is now 20 years old and uh you know it still it still feels like almost like a new game because of how well it's 
how well it's been developed. And even the likes of Wind Waker, as you said, because they opted for that art style, it aged a lot better than other games of the same time. It's funny you were saying about the conflict games on the PlayStation 2, because my brother and I used to play them a lot. We've been playing through mm-hmm. some old PlayStation 2 games recently, and some of them do hold up. Uh, and then some of them do just uh, look awful or this really like poor controls or it's just it's yeah. just it's just hard to play and it's not how you remember it and um, so it's interesting that you know pretty much every zelda game is able to stand the test of time which is why then that you know so many people are still coming to the series and especially if you played a new game then it kind of entices you to play the older games more so bringing yeah. bringing the bringing the likes of hd remakes and you know putting them on virtual console and so on i think that's really good just to let people access them and um, because i yeah. know it's kind of been a barrier to me for some of them before but the fact that most of those games i could download now um is is fantastic and it just makes it uh, that, that bit better for the kind of new generation of zelda fans i guess yeah absolutely um is there anything else mate that you're looking to add at all or are you wanting to say anything for me to talk about to embarrass myself any further or <laughs> um i'm trying to think i'm I'm looking at the list here and i don't i don't i don't want to start saying uh what my least favorite is um because it, well it's it's hard to, it's hard to pick but um i think for me the two i'll i'll talk bri- we'll talk briefly actually about the because you were saying about uh link's awakening so Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot brought out in the handheld. Did you play many of the handheld ones, or was Link's Awakening kind of your the height of what you played on the handheld consoles? Um, yeah, I've played every one of them. And um, what I would probably even say, if you wanted to touch on, was I wouldn't say the worst Zelda game because I think saying the worst sounds bad, but yeah. maybe even the game that we didn't play played the least or didn't didn't, didn't enjoy the most even well, you know, because yeah. every great thing has to have yeah. something bad well i would, I say, would say well yeah you go ahead like go ahead. The, the 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 two on the ds always to me stood out as yeah. a bit of the the ugly duckling of the series so it <laughs> did because you know i played them both enjoyed them both at the time anything i can get any any platform that's going to offer me new zelda you know will obviously be uh, you know good for me i was so you know i enjoyed it at the time but you're looking there at a gap you know of you know from twilight princess coming out to the next main uh console release of zelda is skyward sword and you know you're looking at five years and you're sort of having those two that are subpar in my eyes you know they, they were good but they just they just made you miss a main zelda that bit more for me i would probably say if i if i had to pick a game to play you know in order of what i want to play the most i would certainly have to say unfortunately the likes of you know you, you do have the likes to try force heroes i enjoyed that game as well i still don't think it's as much as a main you know series zelda game yeah. to me but i would certainly probably say i think i enjoyed phantom hourglass better than spirit tracks so i did and um, because i was sort of used to sailing uh aspect with wind waker yeah because it was only a couple of years after i came out um but the spirit tracks i, f- I just sort of got lost and i think it isn't spirit tracks that they had the flute in it because i could yeah, never I play think it so. the flute thing was so hard so it was i think for um, for me for those two games it wasn't necessarily the games itself that annoyed me it was the fact that you had the control link with the stylus <laughs> yeah the stylus I, yeah like he he was yeah 
they followed your, your yeah trail. i just find i find that so difficult just to get used to um which which uh-huh. I, I think is just the main reason i never uh finished them but i did play them and because it was the same art style as wind waker is what i thought i would love so much about them and there were elements about them which were good and it was interesting story and so on but i for, personally it was the controls that put it off so if they did a remake of that yeah. bring it out in the switch let me use my control you know my analog sticks to control link then great i'd, yeah. I'd definitely be buying them i'd definitely be playing them yeah well that's it they're definitely like they unfortunately might fall into that category of just forgotten about because you know i do think that was in around the time where nintendo was a wee bit funny so they were with stuff where yeah. they were just they were making a lot of stuff for the sake of it so it mm. was nintendo had a real bad time of it when the wii came out and um, you know they sort of they, they were so yes they sold so many consoles and the, the ds and the you know, family um, was the light and the, the DSi were fantastic. You know, again, they sold so many of these consoles to everyone, kind of like what they're doing at the moment now. Yeah, with but the Switch. The, the quality wasn't there, so it mm. wasn't. And I think they know that themselves. A lot of stuff that came out was just horrible. And they did attach a lot of name, like IPs to games that just didn't need it sometimes. Yeah. Um, and. I kind of feel like, you know, the day came out, um, you know, like the Twilight Princess came out so good and then uh, Skyward Sword came out after, uh, like towards the end of the, the Wii's lifespan. Then obviously they had the Dark Ages of the Wii U, just people thought Nintendo were going to be gone. Yeah. But, you know, just a wounded animal will always come back <laughs> and that's what they have done at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, like certainly, man, I would, I would give it a go if they were like, we're going to bring out obviously the DS... You know, and it's so handy, you know, to go. Here's Phantom Hourglass and Spare Tracks as a, you know, on the same, you know, cartridge. Uh, just you know, play the play the both of them. They've been, as you say, like updated, and you could even like, you know, update it to just the games look so good at time, but they were obviously a wee bit jagged around the edges because of the the technology around. Yeah. But it's the same, I suppose, kind of. There may be to me waiting like um link's awakening did you know again for as you say not far off a kind of wind waker style game and to be squeezed onto a small handheld at the time um you know was an amazing feat in itself so it's now coming up to you know maybe time that they go you know it's we need to revisit this and go you know tweak it a wee bit and, and don't be afraid to go you know, will you use the stylus as you said to yeah. um, move them around? We we've done away with that. We want you to enjoy the game, so we brought traditional con- you know controls back to the the game, yeah. and we've tweaked it a wee bit, but it's still the same sort of you know story that the whole game was, but it's just modernized. Yeah, no, I, I'd lo- I'd love to see that. I think um, if anybody listening, you know, hasn't played any Zelda game before, there's definitely there's merit in all of them, and I think. You, you can jump the kind of beauty of it is you can jump in at any stage and you get a unique experience it's not the kind of game that you have to play six before it to understand you know yeah. um of course playing other games kind of gives you the appreciation of the links between them and the different references yeah. and the similar items and areas and characters but if you jumped in you know with any of them if i jump if you'd never played one before and you played ocarina or you played wind waker or you played even breath of the wild you're going to get a unique experience which i think is so good about it so yeah no that's that's all i have to say about it 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, I think that's probably going to do it for us this week. Um, once again, thanks for uh, anyone tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate anyone that does um, want to show us some support. Um, so have a wee listen back. See what you think. Is there anything you agreed with uh, on our Zelda talk? Is there anything you didn't agree with um, that we should know about? We're more than happy to hear about it. You know, any feedback you give us gives us a chance to down the line to to revisit it and you know go over again and sort of see you know from a different perspective but no i think that should be us so it should do and um, once again uh thanks andrew for uh coming on no and helping out no problem um, thanks for usual. yep thanks for tuning in everyone thanks for listening to us chat about zelda giving us an excuse to <laughs> i suppose um, yeah, I mean, thanks, thanks as always. Uh, where can uh, everyone get you once again, Matt? On Instagram at the underscore posy underscore player. Good man, and I of course you can get us on uh, Instagram Eiler Think Nerds page, my own personal one at Lighthouse Seeker ninety one. Uh, we do have Facebook as well uh, with the Think Nerd, and you can get us there, guys. But as always, thanks for listening, and we shall be back with you soon.